Welcome to Just Schooling It. I am your host, Dia Adams. This podcast will be used to school educators, parents, and students on different issues, trends, and resources. During this episode, I pledge to discuss what it's been like to teach during this pandemic, along with giving educators some tips to effectively educate our children virtually. This discussion and much more is coming after this announcement. Teachers, are you wanting to add some spice to your lessons or get better ideas to engage your students? Check out my Out of the Box Education Facebook page and website. That's Out of the Box Education. Welcome back to Just Schooling It. I am super excited about the next guest, a team of dynamic, fun, and energetic kindergarten teachers who I have the privilege of knowing them personally and working beside them at our school, Apollo Elementary. They are Casey Martin, Kyla Brown, and Jamie Whitefield. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yes, thank you so much. Good to be here. You know, there is often a misconception of how hard teachers work, and it's certainly no different in this pandemic situation we find ourselves. So I decided that we needed to hear the educator side. I'll start with Kyla. Can you share with us if it has affected you as an educator? Yeah, sure. Um, I feel like my answer might be a little bit selfish sounding, but we work so hard all year. And the end of the year is really when we get to do all the fun things like our um, award ceremony, our field trips, um, all the big celebrations that we have mm-hmm. to, you know, celebrate how hard our kids have worked all year. And we're just missing all of that stuff this year, which makes me really, really feel upset. Um, we also have Bingo for Books at our school, which for those of you that don't know, it's an awesome event that we put on and we give away I mean, hundreds and hundreds of books to families. It's a free event. So things like that, that we just missed this year. Um, It was supposed to be the very beginning of April. My committee planned for it all year and we didn't get to do it. So um, yeah, just really missing all of those things that we look forward to all year and that we have memories of with our kids from the past that we won't get to do. Um, Also, I was not done teaching. (laughs) I know none of us were, but we work really hard to get them ready for first grade. And, you know, we didn't get to do everything that we could do. So it just, it's frustrating and it's, I don't know, it's just, it's hard, but I'm glad that we're all in the same boat. So it's not just our kindergartners that are going through this. So we'll be fine. We'll all catch up next year. First, uh, Casey, and then Jamie, what has been some of the challenges you've been faced with since you've been out of school? Well, for me, it's just that my daycare also closed because my kids go to Putnam City Smart Start, which is the daycare the district offers for the teacher's kids. And so when our school closed, our daycare also closed. So trying to come up with lessons and record them for the kids is difficult because my three-year-old constantly wants to be in the videos. So at first I was like trying to push him out, keep him out 
And then I was like, well, hey, that could be fun for my students and him if I just let him be in them. So, um, you know, at first I was kind of being a little negative, like, how am I supposed to do both? But then I decided, why not just have fun and invite him in? And Mm -hmm. my students have loved that. So that's just been so hard to separate, you know, my mom duties from my teacher duties because there's it's just me and them here all day, you know, so. That's been hard, but um, it's been so fun to let the kids see what it's like for me to be a mom because a lot of times they don't realize that I'm a real person. Mm -hmm. (laughs) They think I just live at the school. And and so it's kind of fun to um, give them a little glance into what our life is like here. Right. Jamie? Um, I mean, I I have to agree with Casey on – when we close, my daycare closed. It's an in-home daycare, and she keeps only teachers' kids. And since the entire state is shut down schools, she's not keeping children. So I have three kids. I have a kindergartner myself, mm-hmm. and then a four-year-old and an 18-month-old. So trying to balance um, keeping all of them entertained while teaching a kindergartner and teaching a class of kindergartners um, has been, I mean, yeah, it's just, just trying to find that balance. Mm -hmm. But I have to keep reminding myself that this time I'm never going to get back. And that in a year, we're all going to look back on this time and um, it's, it's like, how do I want to remember it? Do I want to remember myself being just so overwhelmed and frustrated all the time? Or do I want to remember um, this special time with my family? And um, so I'm trying to change my outlook, but it just also, it makes me sad that um I just, I can't physically see my kids in my class and yes, I can see them on zoom or, um, any kind of technology, but just to actually see them and hug them. Um, just cause I know that their lives probably look a little different than my personal children's. Right. Um, and I so add one more thing too, when Jamie is finished, um, if that's okay. That's fine. Okay. Are you finished, Jamie? Yes. <laughs> um, well, definitely she hit the nail on the head there. But also another big challenge has been not having all the supplies yes. in our academic, you know, our curriculum. That's been really hard because now it's, you know, we have to fully make it, which is fine. It's fun to come up with your own stuff. But our kids are used to the curriculum. So it's kind mm-hmm. of difficult to not have those pieces to share with them um, and give them those, give them those visuals. I, I know we tend to focus on the sad part, but have you had any reward? I mean, have you out of this situation? I know there has to be some good in um, what has transpired. The parent involvement has been awesome with our kids. I mean, the things that they have our kids doing at home, we, I know myself, I've missed that piece. I, I don't think I was giving them enough to do at home with their families and what they're doing is it's so exciting to see what they're doing with their parents and how much fun they're having. So that's really cool. Good, good. Kyla, have you found teaching virtually to be more easy or difficult? I would say really a little bit of both. 
Um, I feel like we're oh. really lucky because our district has made it easy for us. I feel like compared to some other districts that I've heard from, um, or some teachers from other districts that I've heard from, I feel like our district has really said, you know, support them the best that you can, do the best that you can, but we understand that you can only do what you can do. So um, uh -huh. that aspect, I feel like we're really lucky and that really makes it pretty easy for us. Um, I also am the only one on my team with no kids. So personally, that part is way easier for me because I can do, you know, what I need to do without the distraction. Um, the difficult parts, um, obviously, this is new territory for all of us. Uh -huh. um, also, we have a very high um, Spanish-speaking population, and so that communication piece has been difficult. But luckily, we have really awesome ELL teachers at our school who contact them for us. But it's just making me feel like I'm not really doing my part for those families because I can't. Um, and then the last part is that they're... I feel like it's a very fine line between being helpful to families and then overwhelming them with things. I know they have right. a million other things going on. And so I'm trying to, you know, push out ideas or send them links to YouTube videos or um, free websites. A lot of things are doing free websites right now. So I've signed my kids up for a couple of those and have sent it out, hoping that it will help entertain their kids or, it's something that they can do independently and really give the parents a break. But from a parent standpoint, I can see it being like, why is she messaging us again? Why does she keep telling us this stuff, you know? So it's, I feel like that line of helpful and overwhelming is really, you got to tiptoe it very, very carefully. And it's, it's basically a thin line. Yes, exactly. Right. Right. Now I would like for all of you to share some ways or tips or strategies that you are using to teach online. We have a class dojo page that we have combined and added all of the kindergartners on. And we're doing daily videos on there. Um, mm -hmm. Just things that are familiar to our kids. The district plans are awesome, but a lot of it, one is very overwhelming for parents. Two, it's mm -hmm. not in Spanish, so our Spanish families probably are having a hard time with it. And three, it's not what our kids are used to uh, for the most part. You know, they're used to our, our routine, the way we do things. So with our videos, one, they're very, very short, um, probably three to six minutes, all of them. Mm -hmm. The kids can just watch it and engage, and usually there's a writing activity or something to go along with it. So it's not anything that the parents have to do. Um, I, it's just, it's really working out awesome. I think my families are seeming to love it. Yeah. Right. I had a phone call yesterday from one of my Spanish families and she said, I'm just so grateful for the approach that you guys took because I'm not able to help with the packet, but these videos, he just sits down and he laughs, he's enjoying it. And then I don't have to beg him to do anything. He does it and then says, Hey, let me call my teacher. So just keeping it simple and helping guiding them and reminding them that it doesn't have to be seven hours because even mm -hmm. at school we have recess, lunch break, quiet time, you know, brain breaks. And so it's not a constant five hour thing. Um, and to just remember to have fun and use this time to just encourage them and remind them that we love them and it's all going to be okay. You know? Right. 
I would just say that our, I mean, our main communication piece is at Class Dojo. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, at first we were kind of overwhelmed with what are we going to do with this and having them do the packet and everything, but um, just having us work together and collaborate and it's just made it so much easier um, when you have a team that is loving and supportive um, of you and uh, it just, it has made it so much easier to do that. And watching um, the videos, we make sure that we are energetic and fun and we are creative. Um, Catboy was in one video and we have a chef (laughs) coming next week. So just be fun and if you don't want to watch the video, they don't want to watch the video. So make it something fun. And yes, I, I love, love, love cat. <laughs> he thinks he's famous now. So if you'd like an autograph, just let me know. Okay. I'll, I'll remember that. <laughs> we'll be back after this recess. Casey, do you believe online could possibly become a permanent part of the way we educate our children in the future? Um, maybe. I think that it is definitely a thing that we should continue. I mean, I want to be back in the classroom, of course, but this has been such a learning experience for me because I've always thought that I had it together. My parent communication was the best, and I've always felt that um, until now. And then I'm like, oh, gosh, well, I was saying, hi, I love your child and getting them on my side. But I wasn't providing them with resources because it seemed like Mm -hmm. one more thing. But these are easy and they're fun. And I think that even when we get back in a regular ad classroom, this is the way to go because we're getting interaction and they enjoy it. And I like it, too. So I think that it definitely should stay a part of the way we teach. Um, And, yeah, it is one more thing, but it's worth it because the response we are getting is just it's really awesome. I definitely agree. I think that it should be a supplement to what we do in the classroom. So that's that's going to be good for us to continue. This question is for all of you. What advice would you give mm-hmm. educators who may be struggling to adjust to this way of teaching? I would definitely say that you're not alone in this. We are all trying to adjust to this new normal, not just in teaching, but just life. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, our churches, our sporting events, the grocery stores, life has just come to a halt. And so it is okay that you are feeling um, (laughs) like you are treading water because we all are. But um don't be give yourself some grace it is it's it's okay to mess up it's okay to have those feelings but you've got to keep going and um i don't know just you're not alone and i think that this is your opportunity to be creative and focus on loving your students and just letting them know how proud you are even though this is weird it's not normal but they're just crushing it so you know You don't have to teach to a test right now. Do what you want to do and what you've been missing out on for a few years. Uh, Kyla? I would say, um, you know, do your best. And this is really what I've been telling my families, too. When they message me and say, this packet is so overwhelming. I don't understand what I'm supposed to be doing. And 
you know, I try to offer them resources and things that would maybe be easier, but I just keep telling them. And I would say the same to teachers. All we can do right now is try our best. Every kid is in the same boat. So, you know, as long as you're really trying and offering your families things, then that's all that you can do. I mean, there's only so far you can push it, you know, we can only do so much. So as long as you're trying to do it, then I think that's the best. Yeah. And work with your team. Don't try to do it by yourself because um, with Jamie and Kyla, it's been so much easier and so much fun. So don't try to do it by yourself. Yes, definitely. And I'm going to end on that note. Thank you, ladies, for educating me and the audience. Stay safe. Hang in there. We're going to get through this. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Yeah, thank Thanks you for having us. We'll be back after this break. Are you looking for a good barbecue sauce, rub, old school pickle products and preserves and more? Try Sweet Spirit Foods at www.sweetspiritoklahoma.net. That's www.sweetspiritoklahoma.net. And let the spirit catch you. Welcome back to Just Schooling It. It's library and resource time. My library pick for teachers is a book called Google Apps for Littles by author educators Christine Pinto and Alice Keeler. The authors share innovative ways to integrate digital tools in primary classrooms. Enjoy! And now for our final examination question. Teachers should do the following while teaching during this pandemic. A, be creative. B, provide a variety of resources. C, love and support your students. D, all of the above. If you chose D, you get an A plus. Remember, you are not alone and together, we will all get through these challenges. Bob Riley said it best, hard times don't create heroes. It is during hard times when the hero within us is revealed. Well, that's our cue. School is out. Be sure to tune in to our next episode of Just Schooling It, because it's cool to be schooled.